Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Since it is still uh, such a problem for you and such a problem for everyone around the state, how are you kind of managing this year? How are you managing some of your thoughts and some of the things that you're telling kids and parents into this school year. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the way we're managing it is we're working together. And when I say that, I, I always go back to the strong support we have out of the Star County ESC and just the collaboration of superintendents and principals in schools within this county. And, you know, we've been on the phones. We've been working together. We were just were in Zoom meetings here this morning um, and, and really trying to make sure that we are all doing what's best for our students um, and, and for our staff, and, and that we are, you know, just sharing ideas and talking through. And so, you know, at, at Kent Local Schools, we are coming out right now with the masks are recommended, not mandated, which is consistent with what, you know, has been put out there, that they're absolutely recommended. We're recommending them, not mandating them. Um, and, you know, we have been monitoring and, and, and talking to lots of different people but we have been following this since June 2nd right now. And I know times, you know, we're always looking at data as it changes. Um, but since June 2nd, we have been following the masks are recommended, not mandated. We've successfully had summer school uh, where we bus kids in and out. We had kids in classrooms working together with this policy. We have had summer practices, band camp, summer youth camps for all different sports. And it's been successful. Um, and we're going to continue that as we start the school year as we get started. And again, we know there's, there's lots to look at. We're looking at that, but uh, that's where we are right now. That's the information we put out to our families and to our staff. And that's what we're planning on starting the school year with as we start right now. You know, I obviously know that you being a superintendent, you cannot mandate that people get the vaccine. You cannot mandate that yeah. kids, parents, or anyone is to do that. But if you could make a, an argument as to why maybe, they should and why it would help make the year even better. What would you say to that, Brett? Well, I, I think exactly what you said right there. I, I think, you know, everybody needs to go out there and look at that data and in the, in the research that's out there for, for themselves. And, you know, um, personally, I made the choice to get vaccinated, um, you know, and I think that's something that every family needs to really go out there and look at and make that best decision for them and look at what the data is showing for, you know, people that are vaccinated. Um, you know, and, and how they're doing with, you know, with rates of infection and symptoms. So, you know, I, I strongly encourage people. I'm a big believer in people getting out there, reading the research, talking really to their medical doctors and making those best decisions for them and having those conversations with those medical experts that they trust and that the people that, you know, it's going to really help them make those best decisions. When it comes to trying to give the kids a semblance of normalcy this year because they really did not have it. Any school you go to in Stark County last year, that was not there. What are some of the things that you are trying to do that the administration is trying to do to try to make it so that kids do have a normal learning experience this year where COVID is not the main focus and they're actually able to focus on science, social studies, math, some of the other things that they're doing day-to-day, -day, choir, whatever it may be. 
How are you making it so that they're able to try to focus on those things and not worry so much about COVID, Brett? John, I guess before I answer that question, I got to say, I'm so glad that you said that. We were just having a conversation in our, uh, in our administrative team. If you think about it, a student entering the second grade has never had a normal school year. You know, yeah. I mean, a student that's going to be a second grader right now, my wife's a second grade teacher. Those kids come in and they have never in their life had a normal school year. And so it is vitally important that we provide our kids with as much normalcy as possible. So obviously, we are going to continue with increased uh, ventilation and air, you know, sanitation there and those lights, some increased sanitation. But we do need to get our kids back into normal to the best way that we possibly can. And so while we always want to be smart, we always want to look for every way to maximize physical distancing, we do need to get back to what we know our best learning practices as well. And we're going to try to do that for our students. Um, and we're going to try to empower teachers within their classroom to make those best research-based decisions. Obviously, safety is always our number one concern, but they need to be able to provide those kids with the best learning experience possible because mentally, socially, and academically, our kids need those as well. You know, it's funny. I, I took a position going into this year as a girls' golf coach up at Firestone where I went to high school. And yeah. um, as part of doing that, I've had sophomores on the team, and, and 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 I've talked to them about last year, and I've said – I've said to them, well, you know, what did you guys do when you guys like rode the bus? Like, aren't you guys used to that type of thing? And they said, well, with COVID, we don't really know how any of that works. And it dawned on me in that point that like kids who were freshmen last year in high school, like they have no idea what it was like to go to Firestone High School, you know, and, and that's just Absolutely. that's wild to me that that's the case. Yep. And, and I'm just a coach who isn't in there every single day as an educator. I'm sure that makes things almost impossible to get that connection, doesn't it, Brett? It does. I, I, you know, I, I felt last year, and when I take my role as principal at Minerva High School, I felt as an educational leader, I was as the least effective that I've ever been because of all the other things. And, and I was so proud of the students and the staff um, that I worked with last year. And then from being up at Kent Local and, and hearing the great things that they did and talking to our staff, I'm so proud of what they were able to accomplish in keeping kids in school. But, but it really does. It, it makes it a challenge. And we have great people in our school systems. And I'm very, very proud of Star County Schools in general that we kept our kids in school and that we were safely able to do that. And I think that really speaks to the collaboration and the leadership that, that's given to us throughout Star County. And so, you know, as educators, we are always tasked with doing what's best for kids. And we want to make sure that we're doing that and, and working through. This is a very difficult situation, and we all know that. But you know what? We have the right people in place to make a great experience for our kids. And I'm confident that it can't local schools. And, and I can't wait to work with our staff and help be with them as we go through this challenge. Well, and, and the other piece to that, that that happens, too, when you have an experience that is that, you know, you're not used to that learning environment. And, and I think about how lucky I was going to high school and, and having those experiences as Brett Yeagley is my guest here, Canton Local Schools Superintendent. But you know, you kind of take for granted those learning experiences and, and you don't want to say that a kid almost starts behind the curve. But for, for some of these kids, you know, this is going to be their first experience, as you said, into a learning environment, into an example of sitting down and having a class and switching classes and doing some of those things. So as administrators, as teachers, how do you make sure that you don't let them feel as though they're overwhelmed by maybe that new experience that they've never had before, Brett? That's a great question, John. I think it comes down to this. And one of the things we are really working on 
is a thing called PBIS, which is Positive Behaviors, Interventions, and Supports. And what that really means is that you teach kids the expectations in school. I think for us to be successful this year, we are going to have to, all the way across the board, teach what we expect, teach how to move to classrooms, teach those expectations of how you should act. And, you know, we don't just assume that kids know how to do these things because even if they have had these experiences, it's been a couple of years. And so we need to really make sure to be able to get to the heart of that academic learning that we're teaching those behaviors, those other expectations, and helping kids adjust. Because if they feel overwhelmed, they're not going to get that academic achievement that they desperately need. So it is really taking an approach of the whole child and the whole expectations of what we want in a school system. And that's what we've got to work towards. And I know that our teachers, our administrators are up to that task, and I know that they're planning on doing that. Well, and and now – and and to add to that question now, isn't part of that now, too, the teachers have to kind of have that level of patience, too, right, Brett? I mean, because, like, there are some teachers that have been doing this for five years or some that have been doing it for 35 years. And for the people that have been doing it for 35 years, there's kind of the sense of saying, well, you know, you should know what you're doing. You know, I've seen you kids walk these hallways every day. So how do you get that same level of patience from the experienced teacher that you get from the new teacher? So last year, and again, now this was in my experience at Minerva, but last year I had some veteran teachers, excellent teachers, and I had a couple of them come up and say to me and say, Brett, I'm a first-year teacher all over again. Just with all the different technology and all the different things that we were doing, they said, I really feel like a first-year teacher again. So I think the the thing that's going to allow that empathy, that's going to allow that understanding is our teachers are feeling the exact same thing. Our teachers have had to make adjustments. Our teachers are getting back into it. So whether you're a rookie teacher or whether you are in that 35 years, I think our teachers, they've experienced it. They've been with it through the kids, and I think they know what they're experiencing, and I think that's allowed that empathy to take place and really help out with those kids they, because they get it. They're going through the same thing just in a different way. Brett Yeagley, the superintendent of the Canton Local Schools. Brett, I always appreciate the time whenever you join the show and uh, – I've appreciated our chats over the years, and I know we'll stay in touch, too, even though this is the last time we'll chat in this capacity. But thanks for joining today. Absolutely. Hey, John, thank you. And I just want to say congratulations to you. And publicly, I want to put out there just what a great ally you have been to high school sports and to the the community here. Um, We just know, appreciate what you have done. Uh, Always enjoyed having you when you were down covering games. You're always very professional. Enjoy listening to you. You do a fantastic job. You're going to be missed, and we want to wish you the best of luck. Thanks. I appreciate that, Brett. We'll stay in touch. Be well, sir. Sounds good. Same to you. Bye.